Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because I have a special topic in store for you. We're going to talk about planning a month of posts, 30 days of content in 30 minutes. Now, one of the key concepts that I've always stressed on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank is that you have to build relationships with your audience so that they get to know, like, and trust you. And the most important part of building a relationship is communication, and it's no different when it comes to marketing and social media. So we've talked a lot about the importance of providing fresh, relevant content to your audience as part of those relationship building efforts. And we've also talked about the importance of putting together an editorial calendar so that you can plan out your content over the course of a month or a quarter or the year. Um, But in all of our discussions around editorial calendars, um, it's pretty much been theoretical. Um, So we've looked at things that you should be doing, and I've given you some ideas for guiding you through that process. But we haven't really gotten down and dirty when it comes to your editorial calendar and actually stepping through the process and how it can work in your own business. So what I thought was that today we would take a, I I take you behind the scenes a little bit and show you exactly how I play plan out a typical month of posts. But before we start, I have a couple of caveats. First, I want to make sure that you understand that what we're going to be talking about today is um, concentrating on Facebook and Instagram posts. Since um, the content that we're going to be discussing is really suited best for those two networks. And that doesn't mean that you can't do something similar for Twitter or LinkedIn or some of the other networks. It just means that you may need to adjust your calendar slightly to better cater to the needs of those audiences. And that's something else that we've discussed in the past is that when you're posting to these social networks, you need to make sure that you're uh, that you understand those audiences there and the purpose of the network and how people interact with each other. So when you're putting together your your editorial calendar or your content calendar, you have to keep those in mind as you're deciding what you're going to post each day. And then second, I want to I want you to understand that even though it only takes about 30 minutes or less to put this plan together, it is only the plan. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done to gather images and write your blog posts and create all the other content. And third, I want you to understand that this is only for creating content. Uh, remember that a relationship it really involves two-way com- uh, communication. So you're still going to need to schedule time to interact with your audience and respond to comments that they make, comment on other people's posts, um, uh, email your list and do your email campaigns and and whatever else is on your social media marketing strategy. And I also want you to remember that there are many different types of content that you can create and use 
And there are other approaches to creating a content calendar that work just as well. So this is just an example of what I do. And you can vary your content as you see fit and base it on your particular business, your audience, or, or your particular situation. So now that we've laid some of the conditions for how we're going to create this content calendar, I want to remind you of the pr- principles we've discussed around content and content creation. Our goal is to build rapport with our audience so that they get to know, like, and trust you. Um, and that means that we're not selling in, in selling mode all the time. And you know how this looks and feels, and it will turn your audience off really quickly. Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to stick with the model that we've talked about uh, before on marketing that won't break the bank, which is the 30-60-10 rule. And that means... Um, 30% of your content is going to be original content, 60% is going to be curated content, and 10% is going to be promotional content. So this means, and and make sure that you hear this correctly, that in a 30-day period, only three posts are going to be promotional, where you're selling something or getting them to opt into your email list or something along those lines. So let's talk about the other two types of um, content that you're going to be posting throughout the month. The first one is content curation. And when it comes to content curation, which is finding other people's information to share with your audience, you need to ask yourself a couple of questions um, before you determine whether or not this is a good piece of, of content for your audience. The first is, is the content really relevant to your audience? And though it may be related to your topic, um, does it really offer any additional insights to your audience that they may not already know? Um, the second is uh, credibility. So is the content from the uh, that you're curating, is it from a publication that you trust, um, like a reputable site or a reputable blog, or is it from a low-quality site with no credible authority in your subject area, just something that you found and it sounded good, but you haven't really had a chance to verify as to whether or not it's true? excuse me, true or credible enough. The third thing that you need to ask yourself is, does the content offer an alternative viewpoint? And and what I mean by that is you need to make sure that your content is diverse as far as offering other viewpoints. And it may not necessarily be something that you or your organization agree with. It just makes the discussion more interesting. And again, what that does is that goes back to that building that relationship and and, and uh, engaging people on your social media um, so that they get to know, like, and trust you and build that relationship. Um, and, and next, you want to make sure that your con- the content that you find offers additional insights that validates your own point of view. And lastly, you want to make sure that um, it's unique. It, it, not so much in that... Um, that uh, you haven't talked about it before, but in the fact that um, not a whole lot of other people are talking about it, or it gives your audience new information or insights that they haven't found elsewhere. And if it's available in a lot of other places, do you do a better job of highlighting it and contextualizing it in your own content? And what I mean by that is, if you're, say, for example, if your expertise 
is in uh, email marketing, let's say that for, for example, and you find an article somewhere that you find is really well written and you want to share with your audience, what you have to ask yourself is, um, is what they're saying in this article uh, different than what I've been saying? Um, and how, to, and if not, is there something that I've said in a previous blog post or something else on my website that I, so is it something that I've said better or is there somewhere on my website that I, I gave the same information? What you want to do is you want to make sure that whatever you're asking, you're, you're giving to your, uh, audience is unique and fresh um, that they can't find that you haven't produced before and they can't find anywhere else on, on your website or somewhere else. So now that you have those questions in mind as far as what you're looking for on for your curated content, the next thing that you want to do is just check out some of those sources of where you can find curated content. And I, I, I just want to we've talked about this before, and I just want to remind you of some of those sources um, that we've talked about in the past. The first, of course, is Pinterest um, because it's it, it's really its own search engine, so you can find nearly anything on there uh, on any topic that you want so it's it, it's basically a visual discovery platform and you can collect ideas for your different projects and interests and put them on interactive boards it's also a great way to um, save ideas for later so um, I would highly suggest that you start pinning some of those boards if you haven't uh, gone on Pinterest yet uh, I would suggest that you sign up because it's a wealth of information Information, and it'll give you a lot of ideas for your own blog posts, as well as information and articles that you can um, publish as part of your uh, content marketing strategy and your content calendar for the month. Uh, another great source is Feedly which is Feedly.com, and you can use that either on your desktop or on a mobile device. And what it does is it um, uh, gives it... it, it uses RSS feeds and you can browse through the content um, from your favorite news sites or your um, feeds or blogs or even YouTube channels. You can uh, search by keyword or you can search by your favorite favorite blog posts and each day what happens is it gives you a list of all those those articles and uh, blog posts that um, meet your criteria. So you have a wealth of information there. And uh, similar to that is Flipboard, um, and that's also desktop and mobile device friendly. And that, um, instead of just saving it to uh, just a, a list as you would on Feedly, Flipboard actually lets you save it to your own personal magazines. And it's basically the same same concept: is you find articles based on your keywords or your or your um, categories that you choose, or or specific blogs that you follow, or news organizations that you follow, and just categorize them into various magazines. So, for example. I have a social media marketing magazine. I have an email marketing magazine. I have a general marketing tips magazine. So there's a lot of different ways that you can organize that information to either consume now and post now on your social sites, or you can use that information to post later on your social sites. Um, you can also go to Listly, which is list.ly, and there they have a lot of um 
uh, of uh, uh, lists about various topics, and, and you can find lists there that will help you um, find ideas and also things that you can post to your uh, content um your, your various social networks. The last one, which is, is really important, is Post Planner. Um, and it makes it easy to find post-worthy content because it already gives you um, an idea of how well that information is being uh, received on other people's uh, pages and, and all that. So it's already been tried and true. So, so that's all you need to know about uh, content curation and then so let's talk about content creation a little bit so when you're creating your own content you want to remember that the idea is you want people to digest your own information but you also want them to share it so things that get shared are things that um, inform entertain educate and inspire and this means that when you're creating content you want to look at things like how to's um, fun or serious lists, stats and facts, information, infographics or images. And um, there's a lot of different things that you can uh, do with this. So you can be asking questions, uh, using quotes, videos, uh, talking about your successes and failures, um, behind the scenes type information or comments from other people's content. And uh, another trick that I like to use um, is to just look for sources uh, for that original content. And we talked about some of those as far as Feedly and um, Flipboard and, and Pinterest and all. But you can go to um, general industry-specific forums, industry publications, people that you're following on social media or that follow you. And, and really, there's a lot of different places that you can find content. Um, and it's time for our first break. So when we come back, we'll continue to gather the information and content pieces that we need for our content calendar and start building that calendar. So stay tuned. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411marketingsolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411marketingsolutions.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, 
please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we took a look at some of the ways that you can start sourcing your curated content and also finding ideas for your original content. The next piece of content that you'll need to think about is your promotional content. And so hopefully you've already... You already have this type of content ready to go, so it could be anything from a special sale that you're going to have, or a webinar or event that you're promoting, or even a, a lead magnet that you're using to get your audience to sign up for your mail list. And I do highly suggest that you use lead magnets as a way to promote your business because it's it's not as invasive as a buy my product now type post. Uh, and we've talked about that and how that can be sort of a turnoff for your audience. But if you're going to use a lead magnet in your as your promotional offer, just remember that lead magnets are irresistible bribe offerings, which offer a specific chunk of value to a prospect in exchange for their contact information. So these are free offers to get their email address so that you can get them on your email list and e- and start emailing them and building that relationship off of social media. So so they there's a couple of different things that a lead magnet can do. It can make a specific promise. Um, it can give a specific example. So it could be a case study if you wanted to do a case study that um, gives them an idea of what your product or service can do and, and verifies those claims that you're already making. It can give them a specific shortcut. So if there's a simple way to use your product or service, you can use that as a lead magnet. It can answer a specific question. So if you have questions that people ask you all over and over and over again, you can um, put that put the answer to that question in a lead magnet. And it can deliver a specific discount, but be careful of these specific discounts because it doesn't mean that you're saying, I'll, if you do this, I'll give you this. Um, it's more of join our email list and you'll receive a special coupon for your next purchase or something along those those lines. Okay, so now you have the most important information that you need to put on your content calendar. You have all your curated content, you have your original content, and you have your promotional content. There are a couple more items that you should consider as you develop your posting schedule, and those include things like um, images or videos that you're going to use and other fun information that you'll intersperse throughout the month um, to give your conversations more of a human touch. And and um, not only are you going to use those on individual posts, but you're also going to use images and graphics um, on your the posts that we've already been talking about because. Um, you, you have to find the right image and you need to have permission to use it. So I really want to remind you that you can't go out to Google and look at images and hijack an image from there. You have to have permission for those. And I have a list of um, sites that provide ima- uh, images for free or next to free. And you just need to make sure that you look at the licensing that's available there and make sure that you uh, abide by their terms and conditions and all that. 
the there's a couple that I really love um, that I'm I'm going to mention, and that's Unsplash which is unsplash.com, and it has a lot of great non-traditional images. Um, what I like about it is a lot of those images don't look like they've been staged, so it, it, it's almost as if you've taken that photo yourself. And the other two that are a little more staged are, um, but are really good for uh, business images and for your blog posts and that sort of stuff are Pixabay, which is pixabay.com and pexels.com, not pixels, pexels, P-E-X-E-L-S.com. And there are a couple of others that um, I subscribe to. And what they do is either on a weekly basis or on a monthly basis, they actually send you images. And that would be... Um, uh, Snapwire Snaps, uh, where and you can find that at snapwiresnaps.tumblr.com, and the other is Death to Stock, uh, and you can find that at deathtostockphoto.com, and they send you some really cool, unique images that that you can use, um, and I've used uh, for for years, and uh, you can find various ways to use those images throughout all of your content. There are a couple of paid image sites that you can use, and the two that I love are um, Big Stop bigstockphoto.com and you can get five downloads a day for $79 a month and if you and you only have to sign up for a month if you want to so you sign up for that month and if you're diligent about it you get 150 images that you can use and that should be plenty for uh, a at least a half a year. So if you want to do that, you can do that. The other one that I like is iStockphoto.com, where you can get 10 in images for per month, um, and that's uh, $40 a month, or you can um, buy demand on-demand credits. And I usually tend to buy on-demand credits, because that way, if I don't use the 10 images a month or if um, I have to go over that I'm not paying overage charges I'm just paying for what I'm using the other one that you can use is, and I'm sure you all know this is shutterstock.com where you can get 10 Im- images per month for about $29 a month and then on top of that what you'll, you, you'll probably need to do is find some sort of uh, graphic program to use uh, and I don't want you to uh, get a uh, too up in the air about uh, graphic sites because uh, a lot of a lot of times what I'll get is oh I'm not a graphic artist I can't do graphics I don't know Photoshop and all that sort of stuff but there are sites out there that make it really really easy to produce very good um, graphics for not only your website but for your social media as well and the one that I like um, is canva.com and it's really easy to use and you can create a multitude of graphics for your website and your social media and even your print materials and it, and it has the most wonderful templates where it'll actually size by um, social network so there's the the different sizes for Facebook and Pinterest and uh, Instagram and Twitter and and everything else there as well as for um, infographics if you want to do infographics or brochures or um, one-offs off uh spreadsheets or, or lead magnets or something like that. So I highly recommend canva.com and it, and it is free. 
there is a paid version, but uh, you can do very well on the free version. Some of the others that are, are phone apps that I like are Word Swag, um, where it allows you to add text to your pictures, um, and you have to use pictures that you already have on your phone. Um, if you have some of those um, stock images that you've uh, that you've purchased or you've downloaded, you can just upload those to your phone and use them that way. Um, and it has all the filters and fonts and everything else that you would need to put together a really good uh, graphic for your website. Um, another one that I like is Rona and it's just the same type of thing as word swag. And the last one that I, that I would recommend is Adobe spark post, um, which contain uh, has tons of templates that you can modify or you can create your own and you can share it as a, a post or a video depending on whether or not you add some animation to it. Um, there are a couple of video free video sites that you can use. One is Pexels, which is uh, what we had mentioned earlier for some of your um, images. You can use that site as well. And another one that you can use is, is IgniteMotion.com, and it provides um, motion backgrounds that you can use anywhere. Um, Big Stock Photo and iStock Photo, which were the paid sites that we talked about also offer video downloads and work along the same uh, same parameters as their image packages. So you just need to take a look at those. The other way that you can create videos is through um, animatron.com slash wave or animoto.com. And they're a little more pricey, but, but in the end, I, I think that they're a really great way to create some one-off videos that you might want to use. So, so now you have your images and your videos that, that you've already lined up for the month. Another source of content that you might want to consider that will actually bring a smile and some fun to uh, your newsfeed is to incorporate holidays into the mix. And I don't mean just traditional holidays, although you will want to make sure that whatever month you're planning for, if there's a holiday in there, um, you take that into account. Uh, these are... Uh, fun holidays and there are literally holidays for each day of the year and I'm sure that you can um, find several that are relevant for your audience and there's two calendars where you can find these that I really like one is worldwide weird holidays um, and that's worldwideweirdholidays.com and it gives you a list of holidays by month and then the other is holidays and observances and it's holidays dash and-observances.com and it gives you holidays by the day, by the week, and by the month. And um, you'll find, you know, I was I was going through these sites um, yesterday or the day before preparing for, for today's message and, and you'll find everything from uh, get acquainted with kiwi fruit month to feeding pets of the homeless week or international hangover day. Um, but some, and, and, and as you can see, some of them are really out there and some of them may be irreverent, but I'm sure you're going to find some that will give you a chuckle and, and get your, your creative juices flowing as to how you can incorporate them into your um, content calendar. And, and I would highly suggest that you do that because that gives you a little bit of uh, the human touch that we were talking about. And it also helps you, um, 
say to your audience, hey, there's things out there that you may not be aware of. And uh, I'd just like to give you a little bit of an, uh, an insight into some of the other things that are going on. I found some really interesting holidays um, for July that I, I'm actually going to use in, in my promotions. And I know that we're going to be talking about August, but I thought I, I would give you a, a little bit of uh, insight as to some of the holidays that I found that I'm going to promote. Um, the July 17th is World Emoji Day, which I thought was rather interesting. Um, and uh, July 19th and the third, I think it's the third Thursday of every month is Get to Know Your Customer Day, which I thought was absolutely incredible because it's a way to remind yourself that you need to get to know your customers each and every day. And um, the other one that I thought was really good that's coming up is July. uh, That's actually by the time you hear this has passed is July 7th is chocolate day. And I think that for a lot of people, that's going to be a, a, a great holiday. So now it's time for a break. And when we come back, we are actually going to start building our content calendar. So stay tuned. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411marketingsolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411marketingsolutions.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we took a a look at various sources to gather the information that you'll need to put your content calendar together. Now it's time to start building that content calendar. And since we're in the middle of July right now, I, I thought I'd walk you through my content calendar for August so that you have a great example of how I plan everything and then you can actually see how it will play out on my Facebook page and my website. 
I also want to share with you that I'm in the process of rebranding my business a bit. So I thought I'd share um, my content plan for this new business and website so that if you haven't done this before, you'll have an opportunity to see how it's done right from scratch. And the name of my new business is Recipes for Marketing Success. And while my concentration is still on social media and internet marketing, there's going to be a a bit of a heavier, more focused effort on training and providing done-for-you services. So if you want to follow along, the website is recipesformarketingsuccess.com and our Facebook page is Recipes for Marketing Success. And we just launched this this month, so you'll see that everything is relatively new and hopefully that will give you some motivation to get your own content calendar and social media marketing going. So here we go. Um, And again, I want to remind you that we're only putting the calendar together. We're not creating any of the content at this time. So the first thing that I did was was to open up Excel and create a a new spreadsheet with four columns. And those four, four columns were date, topic, where the information is stored, and the status. We're only going to be concentrating on the date and and topic columns today. Um, The where the information is stored column is really to help me keep track of where I filed it on my computer, what folder it's in, and and putting the link there so that I don't have to go hunt and peck for it later. And the status column is to show if if I already have that piece of content created um, and it's completed and I've already scheduled it to go out or if I still need to do something with it, like if it's a blog post, if I still need to write the blog post or if I still need to find an image or a video or something like that. And then what I did was um, in the date column, I entered the dates from August 1st to August 31st. And then in the topic column, I'm going to put in all the topics for the month. So the first thing that I did was I entered the dates of my blog posts. And since I'm going to be posting every Monday, I wrote in titles for my blog posts on every Monday. And your blog schedule could be whatever you want. Um, I, I highly recommend once a week, um, not, on, not only so that you stay in front of your audience, but also for the search engines, which love that fresh, relevant content. Um, and, and by posting once a week, um, it's one way to ensure that the search engines pick up your, your information and you'll start showing up in the search results. And also, the other thing, too, is when you post on a regular schedule, uh, and it's not only just the day of the week, but it's also the time of day. Um, it ensures that your audience will be looking forward to your blog posts. And quite frankly, they'll even miss them if you're if you're not consistent. So I try to have a topic in mind for my blog posts. So when I go to write them, I'm able to focus on uh, my time on writing the blog post rather than just searching for the idea. But if you don't have those ideas yet, just schedule out in, in how, on whatever day of the week that you're going to post it um, a, a time for those blog posts. Uh, the next thing that I uh, entered into my calendar was that I post a useful tip every Thursday. So I marked those off on my calendar. Um, and this also helps to make it easy to fill the calendar um, by 
deciding on a theme for a day or two of the week. And uh, so some, some of those things, and you've probably seen these before, but some ideas for that could be you could do motivational Mondays where you're posting a motivational quote each week. You could do testimonial Tuesdays or trivia Tuesdays. Um, you can, If you're doing testimonial Tuesdays, it could be your testimonials of, of your customers, or you can ask them to post testimonials about their uh, favorite app or brand or you or whatever else you want them to give a testimonial about. Um, Wednesday could be when, uh, Wacky Wednesdays where you um, go and post a funny picture or tell a, a bad joke day or ask a silly question or something along those lines. Or it could be Wisdom Wednesdays when you when you post something uh, profound that somebody else said or that you've said and explain why, why that provides wisdom or insight into whatever you're talking about. Um, we all know about Throwback Thursdays, so you can you can also do that if you want. Um, you could do Follow Fridays, where uh, you you say, "Okay, it's time to follow each other on, on social media." So post uh, the link to your blog here or your Facebook page here, or something like that. Or you could even do. Um, TGIF and have them post what they, they're thankful for for at the end of the week or Fun Friday, what they're going to do for the weekend or something along those lines. Um, Saturdays could be Selfie Saturdays or Social Saturdays. And Sundays could be just Sunday Fun Day or Sunday Selfie or something along those lines. So there's a lot of different things that you can do to theme the days of your week. And, um, and, and the idea here is just to get your audience to look forward to certain things that you're going to be posting throughout the week or throughout the month, excuse me, and visit you at that at that appropriate time. And you want to choose themes that uh, your audience will embrace. So if your audience doesn't really participate much in one of the themes that you've chosen, just switch it up a bit. Um, do you, but I highly suggest that you don't get discouraged. Um, give your theme days a little bit of time uh, to take hold. And and so if you start out, if you're just starting out and you decide that you're going to do motivational Mondays, give it a month or two and see what happens. If you're not getting a whole lot of interaction or it just seems to be falling flat on your audience, then just change it up after that. But don't do it like if, if you don't get any uh, responses or comments this week, don't change it next week. Just give it a little bit of time. And so, so again, what I did this time is uh, I'm posting tips every Thursday. So um, at this point, though, I really don't necessarily know what tips I'm going to post, um, but they'll probably come out of the blogs that I posted on Monday of, of each week, which kind of helps to uh, reinforce the topic for the week or, or for that blog post and give them some, some additional insight into that blog post. All right, so next, since the name of my website, uh, my new website and business that we're talking about here is uh, Recipes for Marketing Success, the next thing I put on my calendar is, wait for it, the recipe of the week. 
uh, and I'll post those on Saturdays. And now I, I think this is going to vary from week to week. Some weeks it may actually be a recipe, one of my favorite recipes. And um, I, I don't know if you've figured it out yet, but I do love to to cook. And, and I have lots of recipes that I use over and over again that I share all over the place. Um, but other weeks, it may just be a marketing recipe that you can implement into your business. Um, and this is just another take on those theme days that I'll be implementing for recipes for marketing success. And I really do encourage you to think outside of the box when it comes to your business as well. Um, so, so now we're about a third of the way done filling our calendar for August. Next, I look to see what fun or unusual holidays were coming up in August that either piqued my curiosity or were relevant to my audience. And there are a lot of unusual holidays in August, I got to tell you. Um, so, so did you know that August is celery, cactus, and fennel month? And it's what will be your legacy month. And then there's a couple of weeks. One week is International Clown Week um, and International Climate Tree Week. And there's a lot of uh, individual holidays as well. But the ones that I chose were World Wide Web Day, Curiosity Day, National Lazy Day, World Photo Day, and Radio Commercial Day. And these were really holidays that I thought I could easily integrate into my overall messaging while being fun at the same time. And in fact, I once I found those holidays, I actually realized that I could turn each of them into a really good blog post. So I went back and identified my blog post topics. So, so that piece of, of content is ready to go. I just need to actually write the, the blog posts. So next what I did was I added my three promotional posts to the mix. And my promotional posts for August are to share the content calendar for September, which I'll be doing every month going forward, somewhere around the 15th or so. Um, I'm going to share a lead magnet that's a a freebie that people can opt into. And then I'm going to ask my audience to follow me on other social platforms like Twitter, LinkedIn, um, Google+, YouTube, and some others. Um, And these are just the ones that I chose for August. Um, There's a couple of, here's a couple of other ideas that you might want to incorporate into your promotional mix. You could do um, digital uh, coupons if you have a store, whether it's brick and mortar or online and offer a discount coupon. You can promote an upcoming event or sale. You can even hold a contest or, or giveaway and and then the last one is um, you can actually demonstrate a product or service with a video and I'm sure that you can come up with a whole bunch of other ideas that will promote your products and services but just remember the goal is here isn't a hard sell and if you tuned into uh, our, our discussion last week on creating an effective marketing funnel, um, you, you learned that our goal on social media is actually to get them onto your email list so that you can start building that deeper relationship with them. And that means, for the most part, um, your promotions that were the promotions that we're talking about here will most likely send them to a lead magnet that they can download. And then through your email campaigns and your conversion funnels, you'll, you'll be able to get them to make that purchase. So once we have those promotional posts planned out on the calendar, it brings my planned post total so far to 21. 
So for the rest, uh, which I call engagement posts, I use a combination of questions, videos, uh, sharing, uh, I'm sharing articles and images, and, and more to round out the month. And it's time for our next break. And when we come back, I'll just share some of those other uh, topics that we'll be putting into the calendar for August. So stay tuned. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411marketingsolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411marketingsolutions.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So up until now, we've we've done a lot of gathering our content uh, for our content calendar, and we started putting together our content calendar. And we talked about uh, blog posts and theming some of your days and your promotional posts. And and right before the break, we were talking about um, what we're calling engagement posts. And I really wanted to uh, give you an idea of what my engagement posts were going to be for, are going to be for August. And I'll I'll include on those days. Um, I'll answer a question that I get asked very often. I'm going to share an article that's relevant to my audience. I'm going to post a behind-the-scenes photo. I'll ask a fill-in-the-blank question. I'm going to share a video. I'm going to share a funny picture. I'm actually going to interview a customer. And then one day I'm going to ask um, what what everyone is working on, which I think is really an important question to ask sometimes. And uh, one weekend, I'm going to post some weekend fun uh, pictures, and I'll share a motivational quote. And and those are just some ideas to get your juices flowing. Here's some others that might get those conversations started online, which is what these types of posts are meant to do. You might have a quote from a, a leader in another industry that inspires your business. Um, you might have a 
quote from a competitor that you agree or disagree with. Um, you might find a, a photo that's beautiful or, or inspiring that you want to post, and uh, it reflects your business mission. Uh, you might have a viral video that you think is great. Um, you can post quick tips and how-tos on topics relevant to your brand or your product or service. Um, testimonials are always great to post. Um, you can give your audience a chance to tell their story or ask questions or participate with you in some way. Um, and then you can do those fill-in-the-blank type questions. So you could do something along the lines of, I'm inspired by, or when you were a kid, what what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, your favorite social network is, uh, my all-time favorite book is, and if I could be anywhere else right now, it would be. Um, so there's a lot of different things that you can ask your audience and, and just uh, figure out a way to engage with them. And so so at this point, we're, we're done really creating our preliminary content calendar for August. And we've scheduled out 30 days that include the following. So you have four blog posts, four tips, four recipes, five unusual holiday shout outs, uh, three promotional posts, and 10 engagement posts. And we did that all in less than a half an hour. And once I have that calendar in place, it's really time to go and develop each of those pieces so that I'm I'm ready to go uh, once August 1st comes around. And typically what I do is I start this process no later than the middle of the prior month. Um, So that gives me about two weeks to gather those photos, those videos, and the articles I'll use um, and write those blog posts and those tips and those engagement posts or even to shoot some video that I plan to incorporate in that month's calendar. And I want to remind you that creating your calendar isn't really the be-all and end-all of your social media strategy, but at least you have a roadmap that should make it seem a little less overwhelming than when we started this trip. And hopefully you're a little more excited about how you can actually post and engage with your audience now that you know where you're going and what you're doing. And once you've created all your content for the month, you can go ahead and schedule it out using one of those uh, scheduling tools and methods we discussed uh, a couple of weeks ago when we talked about automation. And if you haven't listened to that episode yet, it's called Social Media Marketing to Automate or Not to Automate. And while we talked about a whole bunch of different options that you can use and tools that you can use for automation, um, there's three that I would recommend above the others, and they're Buffer, um, Social Pilot and Hootsuite. And you can't really go wrong using any of them. And I highly suggest that you go back and listen to um, that episode on to automate or not to automate to hear a little bit more of the details and how you go about doing that. And I also want to remind you that your job really isn't quite finished even after you've scheduled those posts. Now it's time to start interacting with your audience. And this really means that you should be monitoring your social pages to respond to your to comments, to hop into those discussions, um, to post on the fly information that's pertinent on a daily basis, especially if there's uh, news events that affect your audience. Um, you can comment on other people's own po- uh, posts, um, and you can start promoting your own posts and businesses through the network's advertising platforms, and there's a lot more. So you can use... Um, 
Facebook ads or Instagram ads um, to promote your posts. You can go on to um, uh, Facebook groups where they allow you to promote your posts, that sort of stuff. And, and there's more than enough here to keep you busy throughout the month. And then there's always planning for the months ahead. Um, but I wanted to end our time together by going over some of those do's and don'ts um, to keep in mind as you plan out your calendar for each month. Uh, do have an overall strategy. Your audience is going to notice if you're haphazard in your postings. So while you want to be conversational and provide information, just keep the end in mind and make sure your plan meets your goals. Um, do repurpose your content. And this is something that I really want to stress. Uh, you don't have to create everything from scratch. There are at least 15 different ways that you can utilize one blog post to get the most out of your hard work. And when you repurpose, just don't worry that your audience will get bored with the same information over and over again. Because it, it, it generally takes um, between 8 and 16 times before a message really starts to sink in. And people learn at a different rate so um, and, and through different methods, so whether it's reading or visually or audibly um, you can post the same content in various different ways and, and your audience will not get bored with it. The other thing that you need to do is stay current. You want to make sure that you stay on top of the current trends in your industry and talk about them with your audience. Um, you want to try to be flexible with your content strategy. So if something happens in the middle of the month that's really important, um, make sure that you note it and talk about it. Don't wait for the following month um, because your content is already planned and scheduled out. It's okay to post more than you planned for or it's okay to adjust your schedule if you need to. Uh, and don't constantly be promoting your products and services. And this is something that I've talked about a lot. You don't want to be that person that's always saying, buy me, buy me, buy me. Really stick to that 30, 60, 10 rule and your audience is really going to appreciate that. And don't have a fix it and forget it mentality. Um, social media is really meant to be social. You need to interact with your audience to get them to get to know, like, and trust you. And if you're just pushing out your content without interacting with them, no matter how good your content is, you're going to lose your audience. And again, don't forget the big picture. Um, what what are your overall goals? Just make sure that... Um, you're, you're not trying to be funny or cute. It, it doesn't uh, and let that get in the way of meeting your overall objectives. So we've made it and I hope I've given you some insight into how simple it is to put together a monthly content calendar and you're ready to get started on your own. Um, if you'd like a copy of my August content calendar to use as a model, you can go to recipesformarketingsuccess.com slash monthly calendar to download it. And if you'd like to follow how this content calendar looks in real life as it gets posted head over to my new Facebook page at recipes for marketing success and make sure that you follow us so that you get those not notifications when new material is posted and I'd love to follow your marketing journey so connect with me on Twitter at Janet Kunst on Instagram at Janet.Kunst or on my regular Facebook page which is 411 Marketing Solutions and if you have any questions about what we've covered or a question that I didn't answer, please feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. I really am so glad that you've 
joined us this week on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. And I hope that it's been informative. I've given you a very specific example of how you can put together your content calendar. And it's one that you'll use and you'll go and download. Again, you can download it at recipesformarketingsuccess.com slash content calendar. And um, don't forget to join us in our um, Facebook group for Marketing That Won't Break the Bank, which is at Marketing That Won't Break the Bank podcast. Let me try that again. It's at Marketing That Won't Break the Bank Facebook group in uh, after the show so that we can uh, download everything that you've done today and you can ask questions there. Uh, have a great week and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts.